Welcome to the Known Legacy Podcast, by Dads for Dads, coming at you from the Lone Star State Cigar Shop in Allen, Texas. For more info, go to www.knownlegacy.org or look for us on social media under Known Legacy. Now here's your host, Bill and Travis. Did you hear that Will Smith is the new genie? <laughs> I, I, I Have you Aladdin? seen it? Will Smith has the new genie? No. Well, it's I did once, and I had to shut it off. It was almost <laughs> scary. I had nightmares. You know, I know that there's that American Horror Story thing that I have to shut off, because I get... But then I saw that, and I was like, no! No! Dude, I hope he does well, but... but um, oh, who was the guy that did it first? Um, Robin Williams. Robin Williams. Rest in peace, he, Robin. He, he absolutely nailed He made that. that. He made the whole movie. Yeah, it was so good. You know? Street rat, da da. I don't know how the song goes, but that was the only thing. And I think it's the other one. Actually, that's the that's the guy, Street Rat. Yeah, he was like, uh, he. W- what did he do? He sang all those awesome songs. I don't know why you can't think of it. Anyways, <laughs> a whole new world. Don't you dare close your eyes. That's like a little bit like like that's not a healthy relationship. When the boy turns to the girl, and goes, "Don't dare close your eyes." Yeah, like he's singing it, so it sounds nice, but in reality, he's like, yes. You freaking close your eyes, I will punch you. I will punch that's you. That's not what you want in a relationship. That's not, that's no. not healthy. No. So, Anyways, I don't okay, know why so I was thinking about that. I, I got an I got a, uh, interesting little story to start us sure, off with Sure, go today. for it. So um, my family's a big Packer fan, and we're big Packer fans in our yeah, family. I'm sorry. And uh, uh, you may know, I, I would expect you don't, but Randall Cobb, uh, yeah. one of the uh, Yeah, running back for, yeah. yeah, thank he's, you. Uh, he's uh, uh, now a Dallas Cowboy. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, with him and with and with uh, uh, um, wow, I just lost it eighty two. Why did I just go blank? Uh, coming back, um, yeah. Wow, why, why did I Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, sure. We'll I'm so there. excited. I can't <laughs> even get the words out. I was watching the lineup so, last night. I'm going. Wait, Randall Cobb is going to finish this off. We're going to have uh, an amazing year. Yeah. And so it's we're getting so rid of good. Randall Cobb and Clay Matthews. What do you mean you're getting rid of? You are losing. Right. So and Clay Matthews, the linebacker that's been the face of the defense for the last decade, um, is now a uh, Ram. Really, Los I Angeles Ram. I guess I didn't care about yeah. anything not Dallas. So, um, so my boys find out about this today, uh-huh. right? And they are absolutely devastated. Wow. And and Luke, my youngest, goes, "That French coach is messing everything up." <laughs> <laughs> and his name is Matt Lafleur. Uh-huh. And I'm like, I don't know if it's no. He said Italian. That Italian, Italian. coach is messing everything up. I was like, dude, I don't know if it's Italian. I think it's more French than Italian. Yeah, man, goes, you need to learn well, geometry. Well, fine, <laughs> fine, fine. That that French coach then he doesn't know anything. And then my boy, he does n- n- nothing. <laughs> no, 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 nothing. We so we watched Beauty and the Beast and uh, <laughs> just. I'm great. gonna educate you, son. Here, watch some Beauty and the Beast. Because <laughs> that's ex- extremely accurate too. To so my youngest culture. is all like just devastated, almost in tears, right? And, oh, and then Jake comes in and he goes, "Hey, Dad, can we go to Green Bay? Because I bet the Clay Matthews and Randall Cobb jerseys are real cheap right now." And I just like that's hilarious. That's a good idea. That's fantastic. But it was this idea. They use them as doormats right now. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> right, right. And so it's that it's that idea that um, and you see it in sports all the time. You see it in organizations where you have an emotional attachment to the current players, but they're. Um, impact is probably winning. Like both of those guys, if we're honest, are in their twilight years of their careers. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. They may have a one or two more careers. Absolutely. Same thing happened with Brett Favre. He's in the twilight years. He maybe have two or three more years. But at, at some point, the organization needs to go. I need to part with what is known. Live with the chaos of the unknown, yeah. which is the next three months before the first game of the season's played. Absolutely. 
before we get to know what possibly could be better. And it was just this idea that we, this is human nature. We find it very difficult to let go of what is known, even if what is known doesn't necessarily work because it's known. And the fear of that unknown, the fear of the gap is so overwhelming that you see people stay in behavior patterns. You see people stay in relationships. You see people stay in jobs that they're miserable, but it's known. Yeah. So what's I don't know if it's a saying or not. So I'm going to make it up. So this is uh, Travis circa uh, 2019. <laughs> um, it is easier to stay in the misery I know than to step out into the misery I don't know. Ooh, that's good. That's quotable. That's that's hashtag and uh, uh, copyright. Right. Hashtag there. copyright. I think it is kind of copyrighted now. I don't know about copyright rules anymore. But anyways, did you ever really? Yeah, yeah. Because when I was an artist, I remember someone told me I had a there's a thing called a poor man's copyright. So when you write music, you put it in paper and you mail it to yourself, and it's got a stamped date on it on the post office. So then, if someone wants to take you to court and like, no, I wrote this song first, you're like, oh, I have this, and it's dated this date, so I've got it sealed up, everything like that. It was a poor man's copyright. So I used to mail my all of my music to myself. Interesting. Because uh, I had nothing else to do. So this is this is March 20th, 2019, and it's copyrighted. So Day, I just mailed it to Day, myself. Boom. Also, well, you know, we've talked about it before that fear is a constant. We either learn to walk through it or we sit in it. And uh, I think what we're speaking to the heart today is, uh, is, you know, we're coming through the third month of 2019 and we're running. I don't know if anybody else out there feels like they're running, but I know that we feel like we've yes. been just sprinting. Yes. And uh, at, a, at a point of exhaustion. But at that point, you begin to go into like protection mode and you just kind of do. And I think what we're trying to do is continue to challenge ourselves, at least myself, and I know, and I know yourself, uh, with the idea that we need to continue to press into what God actually has and not be afraid of the unknown, uh, but, but really begin to walk through. I know that when me and Sarah left... Midland, we felt like, or, you know, when we left New York to go to Midland and then Midland to here, we always felt like from that point on, uh, we've been kind of standing on a, on a melting ice block. Right. If that makes sense. And so this idea of fear has always been in the forefront of who we are. (laughs) Right. And so, so we're, so we, but we do see that in the midst of that fear, there's been a sense of adventure. Ah. And that, and that sense of adventure is sometimes exhausting. But when we really look back, we're so thankful that we had that sense of adventure. So, so maybe the equation that we're wrestling with today is, is the tension between adventure and responsibility. Mm. And that pendulum can swing too far in either direction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can see some that are always enthralled with the adventure and refuse responsibility. And it drives the rest of us crazy. Yeah. Um, because often it's because of our responsibility that they're able to live their adventure. Yeah. Or we are so enamored or so captured by our responsibility that we forget to to invest in that adventure, that unknown. Yeah. Um, I was thinking about this. We we just got back from vacation and uh, the whole time Siri was going, telling me where to turn. Yeah. And I was oh, thinking, wow. I was reflecting on this going, um, by the way, Siri's voice on my phone is Australian. So it's really cool. Okay. So sadly, I put mine to an Australian voice too. <laughs> So. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> something probably deep in us that Freud would, yeah, say, yeah, something. We want to live in Australia. <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll go there. That's exactly I'd live it. there in a heartbeat. That's exactly mate. mate. Shrimp on the bobby. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> the uh, um, but I was like, when was the last time? Like my our, our dads used to have a map and they'd look at it and then they'd commit most of it to memory, but then if they something happened, 
they would take this adventure and go, okay, we're going to go back roads. A different route. Yeah. yeah. I'm not going to stay on the interstate where it tells me every single town that's coming up and when the Chick-fil-A is and what, where the Whataburgers are and stuff like that. I'm going to take the adventure and just go without Siri. And I think the pendulum for many of us men, particularly in our mid-30s and 40s, even our 50s, we are so captured by responsibility that we've forgotten the adventure. Yeah. And our kids are not learning how to trust in the unknown as they take adventures. Because their safety, security, and um, comfort in the responsibility. Does that make sense? Absolutely. You know, I remember hearing a statistic that 98% of men struggle with pornography at some point in their life. 98%. And we were talking about this earlier, the idea that, like, it it isn't so much even the idea of pornography. It's the idea of there's this danger. There's this sense of adventure Mm, with it. Right. That that as we begin to walk through that, that, that most guys... Who I who I've talked to and walked with and even even had a chance to counsel with, talk about they're like it's not even the thing, it's more the idea of we're we're bored right. that they're bored, dude. So, so uh, maybe this is too too much, um, but I remember growing up as a kid we had cable but we didn't have HBO. But at that point, you still had the channel. You just it yeah. was like like the squigglies, out. right? The squigglies, the squigglies. And I remember staying up on Friday nights watching the squigglies. Yeah, hoping and and just maybe for a late night like oh you know yep but there was that danger and that excitement because you're like is someone going to come downstairs is someone going to hear what's going on yeah and that's all a good of point. that kind of stuff and so I think you're tapping into it and 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 so what I hear you saying is God has wired us for this adventure yes yes God has wired us to step out of the the routine and the the ritual and the responsibilities from time to time to trust Him in the unknown it's what the disciples did when they laid down the responsibility of their nets. Yeah. And follow Jesus. Yes. Crazy adventure. And then Jesus looks at him and goes, you understand that birds have a place to live and foxes have holes to go to. But when you follow me, you got none of that because you're going to have to, at the end of the day, trust me for your food. Trust me for your shelter. Trust me for tomorrow. And um, man, that's just it's so contrary to the Western you know, ethics yeah, and, yeah. and theory of, of responsibility. So I would say for the guys out there going, I don't know if there's an adventure or not in my life. I, I would, I would put this as a benchmark. If you look at your life and you see that there's no place where you can, where, okay, how to put that, uh, that, that if you look at your life and if there isn't a place that you look and go, man, if God doesn't show up in this, I'm in trouble. Then you may need to rethink how you're walking and I don't mean change everything. I'm saying put yourself something in your life. Find something in your in, in your life that you go, wow, if God doesn't show up in this situation, I'm in trouble. Give me an example of that. What For you, what does that look like for you um, to put you on the spot? Well, even 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 when we started Known, known Legacy. Okay. Uh, how many times did I feel bipolar? And, <laughs> and like, am I crazy? Am I having a pre-midlife crisis? Because I wasn't midlife at the time when I started this. Right. I was going... Such a young guy. Well, that's it. I'm such a, such a, such a young, stout man. So, um, but, but this idea of, I, were you cashing all my chips? That's where I was. I was like, okay, I'm, I'm, in, a, I'm in a good job. It's it's secure. It may not be exactly what I love to do, but but I'm at a point where I'm like, do I, you know, you know, at the at that present moment, I didn't exactly love what I was doing, 
but I but I did like the idea of the comfort. And I'm not saying to sell everything and go. That's the problem. That's where the midlife crisis element and comes in. And that's what Hollywood promotes too. Correct. You know, th- you it's, see that all the time. Like someone's in this miserable job. It's the Peter Pan syndrome. Um, you're in a miserable job. You're an adult with all this responsibility, and then you go to Never Never Land, and all of a sudden you learn how to fly again. And Robin Williams, another quote. Hey, that's it. Hook you know? the movie Hook. Yeah. yeah, you know. And I think that's it. It's not just it's not just letting go of everything and forsaking it all. It's it's looking going. Is there something in my life that that God's called me to? And we all have that thing. Like, man, if I could, when we stop and sit down, if I could, I would love to. Maybe and maybe that's just a, a very small. Discipline that you could do today. Correct. Just something small. Right. Is, is write that sentence and then finish it. If you can't finish it, that's okay. You know where to start. And sit with that for a few days and just say, okay, I really need to figure out. If I could do whatever God's calling me to do, what would it be? Yeah, or, or even even better, to just say, if I wasn't afraid, I'd. And then just write down everything that you would think of. If oh, I wasn't afraid. That's great. And even if it's I would skydive or I would, and you start to pour into everything that you are. I of, went skydiving. Rocky Mountain climbing. Yeah. And, but don't, don't ride a bull. Name if, you're over 40, if you're over 40. <laughs> if you're over 40. <laughs> and, uh, I'm trusting Jesus. Exactly. I'm trusting. My back broke. My, my adventure is I want to go, go into traction, you know? And so, so I think, but if we could write it down and just begin to pour out your heart of, even if you're, if you're sitting there, you know, on on 75 or on some highway just sitting there and you're going man if i wasn't afraid i would that that doesn't mean the next day go to your wife and go honey we're gonna do this (laughs) but but it's more going man to begin to process what are the things that god's truly calling me to because there's a selfish part of it again shrek onions have layers right you know on greatest theologian i thought it was parfait but whatever parfait is the best thing on the planet so (laughs) but but he when he says you know so we have all these things and this is our onion on this paper we we have to peel back the onion and go okay maybe it's not skydiving right now maybe it's not you know restarting my entire life maybe it is starting a business it's whatever it is but for us to look at that list and then begin to go god show me what in this list and begin to take steps. Right. Because I see that in the scriptures. Right. Well, and, and, and I would say, um, going back to the wife thing, I agree. Um, don't throw this on your wife in, in, in the last <laughs> minute because she probably has the same challenge. Absolutely. And so maybe the, maybe the bigger thing to do with our spouses is to, as we start to wrestle with this question, if, uh, if, I, if I wasn't afraid, I'd. And then maybe together as a family, as a couple, say, okay, if we weren't afraid, what would we, we do? What, yeah. would, what would we do? What would we do in our church? What would we do in our community? What would we do? Because, again, the goal of Jesus is that we would be the light, the city on the hill, the salt of the earth, the light, not to be hidden, not to be wrapped up in our, in our, um, in our responsibilities, but to be this adventure in the safe place that people would run to and go, there's something different there, and I, I want that. Yeah, because I think we're wired for it. Yeah, and God has breathed. That's part of the the you know image of God that's been breathed into us. And uh, yeah, I was gonna go. I was gonna go Latin on there, and I I I bailed on it. That's okay. You know, all this came from me as I was reading through First Samuel fourteen with Jonathan. Oh, and I, I mean Jonathan, David. They're man. They're some of my favorite people in the scriptures. They're like the brave heart part of the scripture. I love it. <laughs> but Jonathan in chapter fourteen of First Samuel uh, is sitting there. Let me give you just just a backstory. I love it because his dad is under a pomegranate tree, hanging out, waiting for. I think the uh, if I'm thinking if I'm thinking correctly, the the prophet for 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 um uh for the prophet to come and kind of give him authority to go and attack the Philistines. So Jonathan said to the young man in verse eight. Uh, who carried his armor, 
wakes him up. Come on, let's go over to the garrison of these uncircumcised. It may be that the Lord will work for us, for nothing can hinder the Lord from saving by many and by few. And that so maybe is huge. Exactly. So so he walks up and goes, "Hey, I got this idea. Me and you are going to go and take on the entire Philistine army. <laughs> God might be with us. Are you in?" And the crazy thing, how much crazier is the other guy that he goes, "Okay, let's go." Yeah. I'm an armor bearer. I'm in. I'm with you, man. And so, so he goes up, and I and I love Jonathan's response in this. So he, his his whole thing is like, okay, he starts walking towards him, and he goes, "If they tell me to come up this rocky cliff, then that then God's going to give them to us." Like the hardest part. It wasn't like if they open the door. It was like so he was like, okay, so let me mountain climb. I don't know if you've ever mountain climbed before. If I get a before. bonus and we can afford it, then we'll step then out. Then we'll and step do out that. in faith. Yeah. If all the money comes in, then we'll do it. It was like, how about this? Um, if if I have to scale this rock, wow. now I don't know if you've ever rock climbed before, well, even with, a little bit. With my girth, I am not known to be the rock climber so, type. So so be when I was younger, my brother loved the rock climb and he's really he's actually really, really good at it. And I am the opposite of my brother. And so <laughs> so but I, I would climb up these these pieces and even just the plastic pieces that you're climbing up. Right. Like my fingers were like they felt like they each had a heartbeat, like boom 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 boom. You know, they're they're hurting, they're painful. So he said, Okay, if they ask me to climb this up, so imagine he's climbing up this rock and he's in pain and he goes all the way up there. It, keep, it reminds me of... And then he's got to fight. Yes. But it reminds me of, of in, uh, in The Princess Bride when he's like, come up the hill and he's like, and, you know, Indigo Montoya's up there and he's yeah. like, I will give you a minute to, re- to get ready. Like, they didn't give him a minute. No. He just, he walked up, his hands were killing him and he goes up to the Philistine army and I love it because they, they could have at any point because like, there's literally two rocky cliffs in front, like in the middle of him. So it could have been target practice for them. Right. But they're like, yes, come up here. I don't know why I keep thinking like Monty Python. Come up here. <laughs> you, your mother was a snowblower. <laughs> and, like, and so he crawls up there and he goes up there. And all of a sudden, he literally takes on the entire Philistine army. But then God causes an earthquake. Yeah. It wakes people up. And the Philistines are like, we're being attacked. And they start killing each other. Right. And so I, I say this because... None of that had to happen. He could have played it completely safe and said, we'll wait for the priest to tell us to go and we'll have an organized strike. Now, I'm not against organization. I'm not against planning. But I'm going, God has put in each of us something that if he doesn't show up, we're in trouble. Right. And I think that goes to to our heart with Known Legacy is we want to see guys come alive. You come alive when there's the adventure stuff. And I think part of the reason why our culture is so enamored with sports yeah, because sports gives an illusion of the adventure. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Because we're seeing other guys on the pitch. We see other guys on the field living out this this you know crazy unknown. Yeah, who's gonna win? Kind of thing. And so we be like, yeah. And so we vicariously start to live through that. And what Jesus is saying, no, 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 no. I didn't create you to live that through someone else. I created you to to do that. You know? Yes, and I think you know the story that comes to my mind is is Peter when he steps out and, and walks on the water, right? Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Uh, again, this crazy story, it, the 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 safety was the boat. Yeah. In the midst of whatever was going on, the safety was the boat, and they see Jesus. They think it's a ghost. They're terrified, and then they realize it's Jesus. And Peter has this crazy audacity to go, "Hey, Jesus, if you want me to, just tell me, and I'll walk on water." Yeah, that's Travis translation, by the way. That, we call good. that TT Travis, ten, Travis translation. And um, and and he, he and Jesus says, "Yeah, come on out." And, yeah. And, and this, the adventure. Could you imagine the gut wrenching moment when he's on the side of the boat, 
no harness, no safety line, and he steps off, and his water, his foot hits the water, and like, like what is going through his mind? Like going a it, liquid solid. Yeah, like, like, yeah. I, I did he try it first, or did he just like both feet over and land Boom. on the water? You know. But it's that idea of adventure, and what's great is even though. When he stepped out, he took a few steps, got distracted, which happens to all of us. He started to sink. Jesus didn't have contempt for him. Jesus came to him and rescued him. And the 11 guys that didn't get out of the boat to walk on water, the great story is they worshiped God because Peter had the guts to go on the adventure and follow Jesus to the impossible. So, so dads. That's another quote. Yeah, that's that's good. That was really good. (laughs) But so I guess the dad side of this is dads, we need. To come alive, we need you. We this need culture needs you. Yes. Your family needs you to come alive. Just, just one thing, one thing. Because as our kids sit there and scroll through YouTube and Instagram and the well, they don't really do Facebook. But well, and their adventure is video games. Correct. It's a false. And so, and so, so instead of them being drawn into this false reality, which really has great, great graphics, almost feels real, that they that, that they illusion. would see their father begin to step up and go. I'm going to try something. I'm going to, and God might be with me. Right. Not, there's no guarantee in this, but God might be with me because God is not calling us to be successful in that. Yes. Our success is based on us being faithful to his call. Dude. And and that, that is, that is a huge distinction that needs to be like drilled in. Success is not what God desires. No. Our culture desires that, which should give us pause. Yeah. What God desires is faithfulness. Yes. The faithfulness that started by the actions of Christ on the cross, the ultimate act of faithfulness, you know, to do what, what, you know, to do the impossible, what we can never do, driven by love. He does this faithful act, and now he invites us to say, now I just want you to be faithful. Yeah. You're forgiven. Yes. You are my creation. You are now my kid. Now just be faithful. And trust me, it reminds me of uh, Jeremiah, the yeah, Old Testament prophet. Yeah. Love the Jeremiah and the Old Testament prophet. And, and, and so real quick on the story of this, um, Jeremiah is a prophet. He's called by God, and he's called to go to uh, the Israelite nation um, and basically proclaim, proclaim to them, um, like, hey, you guys are in rebellion against Yahweh, the one who saved you from Egypt, the one who saved you through the Red Sea, the one who brought you into this holy land. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're in rebellion. Repent. Repent, and he'll be with you. If you choose to not repent... Um, the enemy's at the gate, and they will wipe you out. Yeah. He was faithful in that. And you want the story to end like every Hollywood story of like, oh, the people repent and everything's great. The end of the day, he writes the book of Lamentation where he's sitting on the side of a hill, and he's seeing the city that he loves, the people that he loves, being ransacked by the enemy. Yeah. So he could have sat there and gone, well, I, I, I failed. When the truth was, he didn't fail. He was faithful to the message that God uniquely gave him to share yeah. with the people. It just... The, the, the success is he was faithful, not that the people turned. And I think that's really what we're saying with this. God may be with us. Don't judge faithfulness on the success of it. Judge faithfulness on saying, I have heard the voice of God and I know what it is to follow him. Now, that's dangerous. Yeah. Because it, it, it might be the bologna sandwich that you ate the night before that's telling you to do something. So you always have to check it in community. You want to check it against God's word for yes, sure. Yes, Absolutely. But what we're saying is, man, it is time in our culture that we step out motivated by Christ, knowing that what we're doing is is about loving other people and helping people discover the love that God has for them. What does that look like? And why is fear keeping us from doing that? You know, uh, even thinking about guys going into their office right right now and 
the one out conversations they have with the secretary or the woman at work that's like, hey, you look nice today or a whatever. A little bit more flirtatious. A little than- more flirtatious. And so you, you have an opportunity now to repent and move forward from that by going, I'm going to take that energy right. that, I would, that I'd be thinking about saying something nice to her when she walks in. Or, or receiving something from them and focus on the adventure that God's really called you to. Because, just side note, God never calls you to leave your spouse. God never calls you to say, I, I've, I've heard that before. Well, you know, uh, I, Jesus told me to leave my wife and Wrong. find someone else. Wrong. And I'm like, that's not the adventure. God gave you that, that beauty on purpose right. to pursue her, but then to pull her along and then to let your kids watch you go through this adventure. Okay, so I'm going to go to a movie. Go for I, it. I, uh, truly a movie I never thought we'd mention in this podcast, Brokeback Mountain. Okay, I've never seen it. I've never seen it either. Okay, but good. this is my understanding. <laughs> good. No, I'm just, I'm just like, no, but, like, but, I don't know. But, I, this, but this is what resonated with so many people is it's these guys on this adventure. And unfortunately, they find the adventure in each other rather than their spouse back home. Hmm. And he actually leaves his wife. And it was oh, celebrated. So it was celebrated as this great triumphant movie. Because he finally was true to this adventure, right? Mm. And and what I hear you saying is like, the adventure was, was, you know, the adventure part is the true part. How they lived it out, absolutely wrong. Yeah. And I think that's the big, you know, like you got to check what the adventure that, that you want to live out and make sure that it's in line with God and his scripture and his words. Otherwise, it will end horribly wrong for you. I promise you. And it will hurt some of the people that you love today in ways that you cannot even imagine. You know, I, I've, even as I'm thinking about this, I have this idea of like plating a meal. You know, you could, you could, you know, uh, anybody else who has kids, our wives can cook amazing meals. We can cook amazing meals. I can't, but my wife can cook an amazing meal. Right. And it could be like seven course, you know, whatever special. And the kids will sit down and go, I don't like that. <laughs> I swear like, to God, did you have a camera in my in my <laughs> house yesterday? Uh, it's gross. Uh, uh, can I have a ham sandwich? Bitter uh, day tacos. That's horrible. Hey, we had tacos last night, and one of my kids rejected it too. So, <laughs> so, so I look at this, and I'm like, our job is not to feed. Our job is to plate the meal. Mm. So even as a father, how are we plating the meal for our kids to feast on when we're long gone? What are they seeing in our life that says, Dad tried this. Even if he failed in this, he saw God for bigger than who he was. Even if they don't see it now, God will, in his spirit will allow them to process it and say, man, dad tried something big. Right. And he didn't physically win in the earth, you know, you know, in the world's terms, but he was faithful to God. Right. Our kids need to see us step out and live the adventure that God's called us to. So um, the, the, immediately what came to mind when, when you were sharing that was... Um, the adventure of camping. A very simple yeah, thing that our yeah. culture is losing. Um, or if we go camping, we have the RV and we have all of the amenities at home. And our kids just are playing Fortnite on the RV rather than outside. Yeah. Doing this adventure of taking trails where we don't know they lead. We don't know where they end. Yeah. Or just going into the woods. And, and allowing kids to take risk and learn how to trust God in those adventures. And, mm. and I think, you know, for me, one of the things that I'm realizing with my boys particularly is it's not too late to get them out camping. No, and I've got to get them out camping. Yeah. And it's it's not going to cost a ton, but i got to get them out camping because there's something amazing that happens when you just leave the safety of the campsite and go. Yeah. Yeah. I We we, we, we need to step out. So dads, as we're, as we're wrapping this up, 
to think about, man, if I wasn't afraid, I would, and write that stuff down because you need this for yourself. Correct. Your family needs this. Your kids need this. Your grandkids need this because they need to see the pattern begin in the life of we're going to try big things because our God is big. Right. Giants, right. giants don't fall because you see God as small. Like David didn't even see Goliath, I personally believe. I think he just said, man, that guy's still smaller than the one who created the earth. Right. I'm going to try this. Jonathan, mm. hey, that entire army, one of those swords could take me down. God might be with us. And in, in the midst of that, might there's a fear. And I love what Jesus looks at Peter after he's sinking because he gets afraid. Right. Like we all do because everybody gets afraid. And beginning to sink, he cried out, and he said, Lord, save me. And Jesus immediately reached out his hand. It wasn't like Jesus waited for him to, to, to tread water. He was like, I got you, man. And he reached out his hand and looked at him. And I don't hear an angry voice here. I hear a, man, you have a little faith. Why did you doubt? Almost an idea of, man, I had you. Right. Like, I had you. Man, I just... Just hang on. Like, I had you. It's like teaching your kid to ride a bike. Yes. <laughs> you know, you're not like, oh, why didn't you just pedal more? It was like, man, you had it. You had it. You were there. Like, God is for you. Or his word is a lie, and let's not do this anymore. Right. So, dads, we need you to come alive by yes. asking yourself, if you weren't afraid, what would you do? Yes. Your family needs you to come alive. Yes. So that they can come alive. And our culture needs you to come alive. Yes. So... Ask the question, gentlemen. Find the adventure that God is uniquely calling you to to bring life to others around you. And uh, be bold and, and follow that stuff, man. Even when And have the posture. And be bold with it with the kids saying, God may be with us. And <laughs> God know, may be with us. Know that there are there is a God in heaven and there are two guys behind these mics that are for you guys. Absolutely. We can't wait to hear the, the adventures of you stepping out on your melting ice block <laughs> and saying, God's going to take care of me. Love it. God bless you guys. Have a wonderful week, and uh, we will connect again next week. And uh, any questions or, more importantly, any stories, throw it out to info at knownlegacy.org. Info at knownlegacy.org. We look forward to hearing you guys. All right. God bless you guys. Have a good week. Thanks for listening to By Dads, For Dads on the Known Legacy podcast. Look for us on social media under Known Legacy or go to www.knownlegacy.org to stay connected. For booking or questions, email us at info at knownlegacy.org.